Millionaires is a sports show. Got me in my hormones. All gas, no brakes. Score four zero. If you think you own this place, you get foreclosed. I've been in my head, but it's not about a T three. I'd like to learn, but there's nothing you can teach me. We all got opinions. You about to hit a meat tree of bitches. CSJ never really misses. GD seven land, baby. Shout out to Indigenous. My girl, she got mad at me 'cause she don't know the difference between this and them. Nah, you about to witness. But freedom is so now. I tell that girl, get out my business. Do this, I ain't joshing on the grind like Eric Costin. Sit around and grab a drink. You talking what you wanted? It's mostly you don't know me when it drop. Then I'm mostly what they bopping. You can say what you got when it's Tuesday. I be locked in. I can't believe it, ladies and gentlemen. It's the sports show here at the University of Calgary, YYC, all day, every day. CJSW ninety point nine. It's Mitch. No Dimitri. My boy decided to give me the high five at the airport, and he ran all the way. Actually, he swam all the way to Greece. Uh, he is looking like he is ripping it up and having a great, great time with his family, his uh, in-laws. He brought them, the brother-in-law. I'm not sure why he brought him because that guy is amazing and is making Dimitri look bad. But, hey, I digress. Bottom line, I'm on my own. This is uh, the second Tuesday of the month. What does that mean? That this show, this one right now that I'm talking on, it's live. It's live, unlive. For all the listeners across our podcast world, ladies and gentlemen, I welcome myself. It's Mitch. Uh, so again, Dimitri's not here. So for the next couple of weeks, you'll have me. It's exciting. I figured out how to use this thing. Dimitri's usually the edit guy, so I'm just trying to figure out how to put this together. You know what? It's not so bad, Dimitri. Make it seem like it's all hard and stuff. It's not that bad. Um, make sure you're following us at YYC at or pardon me at Sports Show YYC. Why? Because it's the biggest thing in the world. Let's get right into it. I only got half an hour. Lily says, you got half an hour. Make it all worth it, and I will. And I will. Thank you, Lily. Um, happy Stampede to everyone here in Calgary. If you're not familiar with the city of Calgary, Google it. Stampede is the greatest outdoor show on earth is how we dub it. And for the last two years, obviously because of COVID, we haven't been able to do what we want to do. And what, is, what, what we do best here in Calgary is we're very friendly. We're, we're okay in hockey. We'll talk about that. And uh, but we're amazing at rodeo and stampede and all that good stuff. So uh, I was out. Uh, my voice sounds a little hoarse, a little bit. It's because I went out uh, last night. And let me tell you, first night out of the gate, I I actually didn't even hit the grounds or hit the tents, which are the main popular spots during stampede. Um, I was just in and around the city, and the city is ready to pop. It's ready. It's excited. It's having a good time. And uh, for all the women and men out there, have a good time. Have a safe time. It's going to be a long 10 days. I promise you at the end of this 10 days, uh, there could be a problem. With that being said, just last Monday, uh, the USA, the good old United States of America, just had its uh, 4th of July party. And I want to say happy birthday to you guys and congratulations again. But what makes the 4th of July the 4th of July? First thing is fireworks. That's number one. Number two, um, you know, when you're donning the... The swimwear, men and women, they, they love donning the American flag. So you know it's 4th of July then. And then the third one, it's Joy Chestnut. And I know you know that name or you've at least heard of it. He's the guy, 15-time, yeah, 15-time hot dog eating champion. This guy has done it again. He won his 15th consecutive hot dog eating contest down in Coney Island, smashing those Nathan hot dogs. But the most impressive thing, and the reason I wanted to start off this uh, this session was while he was downing 63 hot dogs with bun, I might add, in 10 minutes, and his second, the, the person that came second to him was 20 less hot dogs than him. So, again, another amazing feat. 
there was a protester that attacked the stand where the, the people were all eating, and he tackled him. While he was eating his hot dog and breaking records, he attacked the guy, put him in a headlock, got security in there, and he still went back to work. If that doesn't show you the, the, what a true professional is, I have no idea. I have no idea. Speaking of true professionals, ladies and gentlemen, I think I might have done it. I think I might have gotten myself my first ever. He might be. I, I don't want to put him on the spot, but it's you, Luke Loren. It's Equipment Capital Corp. Might be our newest sponsor here at the sports show. What's Equipment Capital Corp? Well, it's, a, it's an equipment brokerage firm, and it's ran by the, the, one of the coolest guys I've ever met in my life, Luke Loren. If you need to get a hold of them, because, hey, let's say you're in the construction industry and you're like, you know, I need more equipment. It's getting busy here in Calgary or Alberta or anywhere for that matter. I need some equipment, but I'm too busy. I can't be running around doing all that stuff, calling banks. Call my boy Luke Laurent, 403-710-5847. Or if you prefer the email because you're too busy, Luke at equipmentcapitalcorp.ca. I promise you he will take care of you. He is a consummate professional, tons of years of experience. And uh, I highly recommend to get him riled up. He will fight for you. I promise you that. So from there, let's get into it because, you know what, you don't chime in just to hear my amazing voice. Or if you go to the YouTube channel that we have, uh, you know, am I dapper? Am I good looking? Sure. But I'm probably a little bit more made for radio. Let's just call it what it is. I mean, I'm, I'm starting to understand it. At 43, you know, it's a, it's a thing. You start going downhill a little bit from there. But, hey, I digress. That's why I need Dimitri here. He's more of the flash. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm more of the, uh, the sustenance, if you will. Uh, let's talk about it. It's uh, NHL. The NHL is now over. The Colorado Avalanche, if you haven't heard, won the Stanley Cup. That's all good and dandy, and they're looking good because free agency is just around the corner. So the, NF- the NHL entry draft was taken just the other day. So what's happened there is all the teams get to pick and pick who they think are going to be the future stars of the NHL, and that's all good. But come July 13th, those guys that have already made a name for themselves, the guys that like the Johnny Hockeys, the Matthew Kachucks, the, the so on and so forth, they are going onto the market because they, their contracts are up and they want to see, are other teams interested? And come July 13th, we are still waiting. It is radio silent in a world where there's internet. Well, actually, yesterday there wasn't any. Hey, Rogers, I'm just saying. Uh, you, you caused a little havoc to, Cal- to Canada, forget Calgary, to, to Canada. So Rogers Media dropped the ball yesterday. Their, their internet just absolutely done all day long. Like on a Friday, um, just the world went sideways. 14-year-old girls were crying. Uh, 18-year-old guys that were on Tinder trying to slide right or left or doing something. They couldn't do any. It was, it was a disaster. The world didn't know what to do. But with that being said, in a world where we have so much information, we cannot find out. And we have no idea. We are no further ahead in knowing what Johnny Hockey is up to, which makes me feel a couple of things, to be quite honest, if you want the truth. I don't know what to think of it. So I want to start there. I want to start on what are we going to do here in Calgary? You know, Johnny, Johnny Goudreau is the kind of guy right now where I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking to myself, if you wanted to be here, you would be here. So the Calgary Flames have made no no silence about it, saying that we will give you tons of money. We will back up the Brinks truck, as they say. We will make sure that you are happy, taken care of. Johnny, just tell us what you want. But when, you know, and, and then on the other side, you got Johnny and his crew going, okay, well, that's good. We know that's there. 
But we are curious. I mean, what are we going to do? He had a phenomenal season. He was, even though he wasn't in the top three for the hard candidates, everyone knows how special and amazing he was to the Calgary Flames this year, scoring an amazing 115 points. This was his biggest season. Funny how it's also his contract season. And you, and you say to yourself, what is it that you need? And so with the numbers of 9.5 and 10.5 respectively being thrown around, people are wondering, isn't that enough? And the reality is, it doesn't sound like it is. So there's teams all around the NHL that obviously want him. All 32 teams would love to have him. He's talented. He's, a, he's an amazing player. He makes the people around him better, which I think is the biggest attribute he brings. Because from a stature size, unfortunately, he doesn't bring anything on that end. But he makes everyone around him better. So you start wondering yourself, okay, what are we going to do? So we'll talk about quickly what are the Flames going to do if they can't get him or if they can get him. I was perusing the internets because everyone knows I'm a peruser. I look around. I see what's going on. And uh, I came up with five teams. I read this article from The Athletic. I thought it was excellent. But l- let, me, let, me, let me show you who they think are the top candidates. Well, number one is the Philadelphia Flyers. They are the number one candidate. Why? Because he's from that area. He's, he's actually worn jerseys when he, he goes back home and he's kind of practicing with the team. He'll wear a Flyers jersey. Not sure if that's cool or not. I think that's kind of weird. But... I digress, but he, he's, not, he's not shy about it. He's a big Eagles fan. He is from the area. He loves his city, and I could see him going back. But here's the problem, Johnny, with going back to Philly, if it was even on your radar. They got a new head coach who I love, Johnny Tortorella. Why? Because the guy brings everything in a bag of chips to the press conference. I mean, you want a good a good snippet of information. You wait for the after. It doesn't matter if they win or they lose. John Tortorella is going to tell you something, and it's going to be good. The second thing is, let's call it what it is. Even if Johnny shows up, they're kind of in a rebuild mode. They're not a team that's built and has a lot of players right now. They lost Giroux. Claude Giroux rolled out. Uh, They did bring in D'Angelo the other day, a good defenseman. He proved himself, but he's also proven that he punches uh, teammates in the face. So not sure, not sure if that's the biggest thing that you want to see going forward. So even though Philly might be one of the top candidates, I would say, nah, I, I think that it's too far down the line. Like, I think Johnny really wants to go there, but the problem is it's just not enough. Like, he's so close with Calgary. Why would he leave the Calgary situation and come all the way down to, to Philadelphia? And So the second team. The second team that, uh, that Johnny Goudreau could possibly go to, that everyone's talking about right now, is, believe it or not, Dimitri's favorite team, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Ron Hextall, the GM, has made no qualms about it. He goes, hey, if I can get a Johnny Goudreau, I want him here. I need him here. Him and Sidney Crosby together, as I thought about it yesterday when I was reading the article, I'm like, oh my God, that could be one of the craziest combinations of all time. I mean, Malkin was amazing. He's a little digress. And then he's still, he's on the free agency market. So everyone's trying to figure out, are we going to take a Malkin? But could you imagine Johnny Goudreau working with Sidney Crosby and they just signed Chris Letang back. So they have enough money to maybe make it work with Johnny Hockey. But then I, I say it again. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, are we, are we kind of just jumping the gun a little bit? And Sidney Crosby is a little bit older too. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he's still one of the top, 10 players, if not the top five players in the NHL. So a little piece of me says, maybe, maybe. But, uh, you know, that one's kind of, I mean, if you're a Philadelphia guy, born and raised, and then all of a sudden you go to Pittsburgh, I mean, Johnny Hockey's not going to make any friends doing that. From there, it's the team that I think he is going to go to, if you want the truth. And it's the New Jersey Devils. 
Again, still from the same area. He's loving it. He wants it. He wants to be a part of it. But this team has everything, everything that you kind of want. They just ended up getting the second overall pick in Simon uh, Nemec, who, you know, he's an up-and-coming star in the NHL if he was taken second overall. They got young talent. They got Dougie Hamilton, who he played with in Calgary. They got Jack Hughes. They got the first overall pick from a couple of years ago with Hirsch. This team is young. It's talented. It's got room to grow. And to be honest, he's from the area. And this is the biggest part. Because there's so much young talent and there's so many good players on that team, Johnny will be probably their best offensive player for sure. However, he doesn't have to be the captain. He doesn't have to be that guy where I think a lot of people are wanting him to be and turn into here in Calgary. So that pressure, which we'll talk about, is not there. So my humble opinion is that the Jersey Devils are the number one candidate for Mr. Johnny Hockey to go. Johnny the Devil. Little Johnny Devil. I don't know. we got to come up with a cool little name because that's where I truly, truly do believe that he's going to end up. The other two teams that are trying to grab him are the New York Islanders. Now, here's a team that last year definitely underperformed. This was a team that it doesn't matter if I picked them to be the dark horse or be a team that was going to be contention for the, for the Cup. Lou Amarello has made this team. They just had a bad year. All right. I'm, I'm a big believer this team is prime and it's ready. Yeah, they got rid of trots, all that. But I still think this team is good. And I think that if he was to go there, same thing. The pressure is not that much. They are going to pay him a lot of money. So people in New York, the Islander fans are not going to be shy to tell Johnny he's doing a good job or a bad job. I just think at the same time, this team is geared up and ready to go. I would put them on the same category maybe as the Calgary Flames. Like they're there. They're there. It's ready to eat. You know what I mean? It's been in the microwave. It's been in the oven. It's time. But will it work? Will you like it is the is the big thing. However, the last team, and this one's kind of an outlier. I was kind of, as I read the article and I was trying to figure it out, it's the Nashville Predators. I can see it happening. Um, him and Duchesne together would be kind of fun and cool. But overall, I don't know. I, I just don't see it happening. And, and uh, I mean, Nashville has turned into a hockey hotbed. I mean, everybody and their dog outside of, in my humble opinion, want to either go to the Las Vegas Golden Knights or they want to go to the Nashville Predators and or maybe Tampa Bay. I mean, I mean, you know, or Florida now because they're pretty good too. Those are the four major landing spots, in my humble opinion, when it comes to a major hockey star and where they want to end up going forward. But overall scheme of things, I think what we're getting, I think what we're going to see is that Johnny Hockey will end up either becoming a Calgary Flame again or he's going to turn into a New Jersey Devil. Now let's talk a little bit about the Calgary Flame situation, all right? Here's the reality. I said it at the beginning of this kind of rant. If Johnny Hockey wanted to be here, we would make him the Grand Marshal at the Stampede. It wouldn't be Kevin Costner. I mean, Kevin Costner was great. I liked him. Love Yellowstone. One of the best shows on TV right now. We'll get to that in a minute. But in all honesty, Johnny Goudreau, this city loves you. After that overtime goal against the Dallas Stars this past playoffs, you were finally, you know, putting on a show. You, you were the only one, in my humble opinion, of the, of the top three, you, Lindholm, and, and Kachuk, that showed up and did, and did damage during that playoffs. And... You know what? It wasn't every night. It wasn't. It was a goaltender's battle. Let's call it what it is. Let's not relive it because it was stressful for every Flames fan and every Dallas fan out there. But the reality is, is that you showed up. We called you a killer on this podcast. We took it back in the next series against Edmonton. But I, I digress. the The point of the matter is, is I don't think Johnny wants to be here in Calgary. Yeah, I I know a lot of people are against me when I say it, but here's the thing. If he wanted to be here, he would have signed already, and they know, and he knows he can ask for ten, ten and a half, and he would get it. I heard through the grapevine that 
he asked for nine, nine and a half at the beginning of the season when he was getting 6.75, and they said, no, 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 thank you. Now, nine and a half is a bargain. If you can get him for the nine and a half and term, oh, man, you're laughing in your love. But now he had such a phenomenal season. You got to give him a little bit more. But here's the one thing that I, I thought was, and I never caught on to it until the end of the playoffs, until the media made a little bit more of a big deal about it. It's him wearing the A. He, wasn't, he was not an assistant captain. And to be honest with you, I don't know how big a deal that is to everyone. To me, it's not the biggest deal in the world. However, it does show something. When they, when they presented him the A, when Sean Monaghan, his good buddy, couldn't play anymore, and they gave him the A instead, he, you know, I think he coveted I think he appreciated it. But I also don't think he wants it. And I think it comes with the pressure. Calgary, even though we're not the biggest market in the NHL, the fan base here, we have to admit, we're, we're pretty rabid, rabid. Like, we love our Calgary Flames, and we expect a lot. And, we, and rightfully so. Brad Living has done a good job, our GM, of bringing in a lot of good talent. Goaltender, he brought in Mark Shaw. Uh, coaches, we've had to change them around over the last couple of years, but he keeps hitting home runs with the coaches. Players, he's bringing good players in. But the problem is they're not performing. Daryl came in. He got him to be the number one team in the Pacific this year. But then, you know, let's call it what it is. Dallas was kind of a, uh, a falling out. And then the Edmonton series was a complete debacle. And I think Johnny just wants to play hockey. I don't think he wants to be a captain. I don't think he really cares to be an assistant. I don't think he wants that stress. And I can see him saying, you know what? Put me in Philly and I'm good. I don't need to wear the C. I just want to be one of the guys. Put me on Jersey Give the seat to one of the younger guys. Just let me pass the puck to these young guys and let them do the thing. And if Johnny does end up rolling out, which I truly do believe is going to happen, I, I think it's just the writing's on the wall and we're not reading it. I think, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to see Johnny Goudreau leaving the Calgary Flames, which now makes you wonder what's going to happen with the Calgary Flames because now you're saying to yourself, well, okay, we lost our best player. And then Matthew Kachuk is also kind of looking to see if he can find a new house. So we've now lost two of our best players and you say to yourself, what am I going to do? What are, what are the Flame fans going to do? Well, the reality is, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to do much. You know, I'm a big advocate on the reality of the – and you'll see it again over and over. Look at Tampa Bay. They got some really, really talented players, good goaltending, good defense, good, wholesome round team. They've gone to three straight Stanley Cups. The Colorado Avalanche, the defending champions right now. Look at their team. Landeskog, McKinnon. Makar, who may be, for all intents and purposes, the best player in hockey, but a good, rounded team. Maybe in a weird way, Johnny leaving, it's going to free up a lot of money, obviously, money that we're not giving him, money that we're not giving to Kachuk, but maybe it's time the Calgary Flames get down and nitty and gritty and find some guys that want to be here. I think that's the most important thing, that appreciate being here. That's a big thing for us Flames fan and are productive, which is the most important thing for all of hockey players going forward. That's my humble opinion on the whole scenario, guys. I think that we have something big here. I think there's something going on here, and I want to see... I'd love to see Johnny come back, but I think we all have to start being honest and say to ourselves, hey, it's over. It's over. You know, and, and yesterday I was watching uh, Kevin Costner as the, as the Grand Marshal of the Sta Calgary Stampede, and he, he looked great on the I mean, the guy's great on Yellowstone, right? Yellowstone, one of my favorite shows right now. It's kind of like Cowboy Mafia movie, right? Like, uh, if, you, if, you, if you follow or you don't follow it, I mean, this family in, in, in uh, Yellowstone, they own this big uh, acreage, is, uh, what do you want to call it, uh, ranch. 
and people are trying to get on their property and they're and they're going Don Carleone styles on on a lot of people because they're getting on their property. Like he wasn't bothering anybody. But uh, as I watch Kevin Costner on the horse, as good as he looked, he would have looked a lot better if Johnny Goudreau was next to him. Because I promise you, if Johnny had said even an inkling, an inkling that he was going to be, he would have been the Grand Marshal. I promise you that. From there, ladies and gentlemen, we will go to um, a couple of things I want to talk about is, uh, you know, the, the, the sporting world is, is, you know, it's right now it's on, it's a little standstill, let's call it what it is, right? Because what we have right now is it's summertime. So here I am trying to not so much find things to say. It's like, where do I start? There's actually a lot of things that we can talk about. Like I really, next week, I think I'm going to talk a little bit about the live golf and the PGA and what's, what that means. Because, hey, PGA, you've had the monopoly for a long time. This live golf now is kind of fun and exciting, and I like what they're doing. But the truth is, is that I think a lot of these guys are, are nervous about coming. I think more people want to join live golf is what I'm saying. They just don't want to be pegged as the bad guys. Like, I look at a guy like Dustin Johnson, best player in all of golf right now, pound for pound, my humble opinion, and he moved over no problems. But is it because he's won a few championships already? Or is it because he's like, yeah, I really just w- would rather have more money than win a PGA championship. I'm, I'm curious. We'll talk about it more next week. Another thing we're going to talk about, and everyone knows, everyone knows, and I don't know which episode I'm going to do it, but I'm going to rip apart the Edmonton Oilers. I'm going to go after them. Here I was talking about Johnny Goudreau sticking around, and should he stick around, and would he stick around? Hey, Edmonton, it's time. It's time for me to unleash on what I think should happen in Edmonton because you guys, in my opinion, have it all. You have everything. You got a great GM. You got a really good coach now in Woodcroft. And you have it all right there. But you have to do one thing. You just got to do one thing. And we're going to talk about it. And I can back it all up. This is the best part about it. I can back it up with what I found in the internets over the last little while. My internet buddy, my good friend Byron Steven and I were on the internets. And we, per- and we perused. And we have the answer to your scenario, Edmonton. I promise you, Edmonton Oiler fan, I can get you guys a Stanley Cup with one podcast, if you listen to what I have to say, I'm, uh, it's, it's, it's the truth. It's the truth. And then uh, real quick, tomorrow, the Wimbledon will probably be done. It's the finals. It's, pardon me, it's Djokovic versus the guy that everyone actually just hates right now. <laughs> and it's actually really funny to me. It's Nick Kyrgios. He's an Australian slash Greek uh, guy out of uh, Australia. And he ended up beating Nadal. Okay, fine. Nadal had to, you know, forfeit the game because he's not feeling well, his back, or he tweaked some muscle because he's got a lot of muscles. The point is, it's Nick Kyrgios, who everyone at Wimbledon hates right now, especially his own counterpart, uh, Tsitsipas, because they had to play each other. And I'm telling you, I've never seen anything like it. Nick Kyrgios was just absolutely torturing the poor guy, making him feel bad about every little play, calling the umpire, asking him to to put penalties on his own counterpart. It was hilarious to watch. you got to see a great game on top of it. But now it's the Wimbledon final. I'm really excited to watch it. It's Djokovic, the guy that some people don't like because in Australia they wouldn't let him in to play in the Australian Open because he wouldn't get his COVID shot versus the guy, the bad boy of tennis and maybe the next superstar in Nick Kyrgios because he's catching fire right now. We'll see what happens. I'm actually really, really excited to see what happens there. So we'll, we'll talk about that next week as well. From there, we go to everyone's favorite segment. It's Dimitri's favorite. It's my favorite. Problem is, it works better with two, but we're going to try it with one. It's called Rapid Death. Um, Hugh Grant is scheduled to play Zeus in an upcoming Netflix series. Hugh Grant or Simon Cowell? You know what? I think Simon Cowell would be better. He already basically doesn't wear a shirt. 
So he's kind of he, he likes the skin exposed. I think he's good there, and he can rip people apart. And in, in, in any movie you watch, Zeus is kind of like that guy. You know what I mean? He's always ripping guys apart, and he's the tough guy. So Hugh Grant, I'm, I'm curious what the casting uh, requirements were that for that. Uh, we talked about him earlier. Joey Chestnut won his 15th hot dog eating competition. What could Dimitri eat to be 15-time champion? What could Dimitri be eating to be 15-time champion? Chips. Um, chips, 100%. I'll tell you this right now. When we used to do the podcast out of the house, he would ravage. I'm telling you, ravage my pantry. He wouldn't, you know, he got so comfortable at one time. He would just walk in and just destroy everything. Hey, guys, how's it going? Oh, this, uh, this pork you made. It's okay. Next week, maybe a little sauce here. You know, he's that guy. He's that guy. Dimitri, my, he, we've done this podcast for so many years together. We've become very close to the point where he's now dictating how he eats. I think he's paying half my mortgage, or he should be anyways, because, hey, he's there so, so often. Um, what's more grueling, a marathon, 24 kilometers, or the Tour de France Stage 11, the Col de Gabar, where there's a 6.9 integrate for 17 and a half kilometers? I saw this the other day because a Tour de France uh, participant smashed into a, uh, he ended up breaking his neck, unfortunately. He smashed into a, uh, a fan on the side. Those guys are not fooling around. When they are going, they are going fast and they're going aggressive. I have to actually think, uh, you got to say Tour de France on this one, you know, because when you're running the marathon, they, never, they don't put hills in. I think a couple of hills in a marathon might change my opinion. But we'll go with the, the Tour de France. I think it's a little more vicious. Magic Johnson is in Greece with his wife. Where does he have to go and visit? Well, it's easy. Sparta. You got to go to Sparta. He was a Spartan for Michigan State. He's got to go to Sparta. He's got to go. And in fact, if you are in Greece still, Magic, and I'm sure you're listening to this podcast and you're listening to us here on CJSW 90.9, go over to Mykonos. Dimitri's there as we speak. I'm sure he wouldn't mind you fronting a couple of beers for him. I'm sure he would love it. Uh, last one. Maverick Lamour was uh, recently drafted by the NHL Arizona Coyotes. Uh, showed a picture. Uh, they showed a picture of his parents kissing, and uh, a lot of people are talking about it. It was a, kind of a hot kiss between the parents. Get a room, or hey, that that uh, <laughs> that's today's parents. It's called passion. That's uh, hockey parents for you. I'm gonna go with that one. You know, I, I've been to a few hockey games. My son's too young to be. A, I'm not a hockey dad yet, or a hockey parent yet. But uh, you know what? I, I know this. Hockey parents passionate. Very passionate. So if, if they're making out in the stand because their kid made it to the NHL, hey, have at her. Enjoy. And have a good, good time. I have no problems with that whatsoever. Um, finally, let's move on to pass or fail. This is another segment we love to do. And uh, I've got two options for you. And I'll decide. I, I'm going to just basically talk to myself the, this whole podcast, I guess. Um, it's uh, pass or fail. So what we do is you, you basically decide. You say, hey, which one do you like? Which one don't you like? since we're here at the University of Calgary, it's Stampede Food on the Midway or Kevin Costner movies. Which one do you want me to do? Okay, I'll do the Kevin Costner movies. Okay, sounds good to me. Um, Draft Day. Draft Day. You know what? Absolute pass. I loved that movie. I thought it was great. Him, a little Jennifer Garner. I liked it. I I believed it. I think he actually could have pulled off that trade at the very end of the movie. Spoiler alert. Um, Bull Durham. Absolutely. One of my favorite movies, believe it or not, one of my favorite movies. I know Kevin Costner is a huge baseball fan. We don't talk um, too much baseball here on Sports Show, but we start. We will. We, I promise you we will start doing it, and we will, get, uh, we will do a little bit more baseball because, in all honesty, it's going to be the only sport soon to be left over, so we got to start talking about it. Tin Cup. 
Like, I didn't do this on purpose as I was trying to find all the movies he's been in. He's been in a lot of sports movies. Absolutely, Tin Cup, another great movie by Kevin Costner. He's on a roll, three passes in a roll. This could be a record. I don't think anyone's ever done it. Ladies and gentlemen, he's going to break the record for sure. Field of Dreams. Absolutely another pass. Great movie. Build it and they will come. Who doesn't use that line for some sort of scenario in your life? Everybody. Everybody uses it. Man of Steel. So he was the dad. He was Superman's dad. Pass. How can you say no to Superman's dad? You know, it's, it's just, it's an automatic. I have no choice. It's a pass. Um, believe it or not, he was in a movie called McFarland, USA. What is it? It's a running movie. It's a movie about running. Another pass for Kevin Costner. The guy's on fire. He's on a heater, as we call it here on the sports show. Um, another one, American Flyers. Guess what? Yep, you guessed it. Another sports movie. It's about biking. It's like a Tour de France kind of biking. I haven't seen it, so I'm going to go with pass just because he's on a streak. I don't want to be the guy that breaks the streak here. From there, we move over to uh, uh, Molly's game. It's about gambling. It's about poker. Absolutely pass. Again, he's the dad in it. Nope, you're a pass. From there, let's go to JFK. Great movie. You want to learn about some politics? You want to see what's going on? JFK, another pass. Last one, it's The Bodyguard with Whitney Houston. Ladies and gentlemen, he's done it. He's gone perfect. Kevin Costner, the Calgary Stampede Grand Marshal, went 10 for 10 or whatever, how many I just said, passed again. He did it. That's an all-time record. That'll never be broken. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it. That's all we got for this week. It's CGSW 90.9. This is the sports show. We want you to please download the sports show TV. Go to YouTube. Click on us. Become a subscriber. You'll like it. I mean, I'm the, I, I told you, I'm the sustenance guy. So when you're looking at the video right now, yeah, I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm a seven and a half out of ten. Dimitri's the nine. He's got the beautiful hair. That's why he sits on this side. But, hey, I digress. Come on over. Make sure you call us. Make sure you t- tap in into um, YY, or the, at Sports Show YYC. Please, I apologize. Dimitri does all these last things, so I get a little nervous at the very end. And with all that being said, I'm going to do what he says every time. That's all we got this week. You're going to shove it in the locker, and we're going to hit the showers. Thanks a lot, everyone. Have a great week. You know, as I look at the Stampede food on the Midway real quick. Cow tongue pizza? Like, why would you go and get that? Korean squid ink corn dog. Mac and cheese soft serve? Like, are you trying to make people throw up on the Midway or what? Bad breath lemonade, garlic, and caramelized onion. Ladies and gentlemen, I take it back. Maybe the Calgary Stampede is not the greatest outdoor show ever. Maybe not. Have a great week, everyone. Talk to you soon, and uh, we'll see you next week. You can say what you got when it's Tuesday. I'll be locked in.